0: Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get seven days free trail with more features. Today we'll unlock the book Irresistible, The Rise of Addictive Technology and the Business by Adam Alter. On January 27, 2010, at the Yerba Buena Center for the Arts in San Francisco, Apple released the first-generation iPad, leading to excitement worldwide. Jobs who had pancreatic cancer was on stage for more than 90 minutes, and explained why you needed an iPad. It offered the best way to look at photos, listen to music, browse the web, and navigate thousands of apps. If you wanted to take classes on iTunes U, or watch movies anytime anywhere, you could forget about your laptop. Jobs said that the iPad enables you to hold the internet in your hands, and you'll never go back to using your old electronics, because the iPad will become your new lifestyle. But believe it or not, Jobs told a New York Times journalist that he never let his children use the iPad. Jobs also revealed that he limited how much technology his children could use at home. Of course, it was not only Jobs who was wary of technology. In fact, many tech giants are like this, because they have seen the dangers of technology firsthand. Evan Williams, a co-founder of Twitter bought hundreds of books for his two sons, but refused to buy them an iPad, which is obviously much lighter and easier to carry around than an Encyclopedia Britannica set. Walter Isaacson who ate dinner with the Jobs family while doing research for his biography of Steve Jobs said that, no one ever pulled out an iPad or computer. The kids did not seem addicted at all to devices. Tech giants are wary of the addictive nature of electronic products, just as drug dealers would never let themselves get hooked on their own product. As Nietzsche said, if you gaze long enough into an abyss, the abyss will gaze back into you. Technology is like an abyss. When we use technology, we must also be alert to its dangers. If you don't want to be addicted to electronic products, then the first step toward freedom is to understand the mechanism behind addiction. Once you understand the addictive mechanism, you can try to get rid of these bad habits. You can even use your knowledge to develop healthy habits, such as exercising regularly or reading a book each month. But how do you do this? Adam Alter provides all the answers in Irresistible. Adam Alter received his Ph.D. in Psychology from Princeton University. He is an Associate Professor of Marketing at New York University's Stern School of Business, and was named as one of the world's best 40 under 40 business school professors. His academic research focuses on judgment, decision-making, and social psychology, and his research has been widely published in high-level academic journals. You can also find his articles in popular magazines such as The New York Times, The New Yorker, and The Economist. Next, we'll deconstruct the main points of the book in three parts. Part 1. Understanding Behavioral Addiction. Part 2, How to Engineer an Addictive Experience. Part 3, Getting Rid of Behavioral Addiction and Using it for Good. Let's start with the first part, Understanding Behavioral Addiction. Internet addiction is already a well-known cliche, but you may not have a clear understanding of what constitutes addiction. Next, we will provide three simple questions. Listeners who are interested in learning more can find a more detailed test in the first chapter of this book, to see if they are addicted to the internet. First, do you find yourself staying up all night surfing the internet? Second, do you keep checking your email when there's nothing to do? Third, when a friend advises you to stop using the internet, do you often find yourself saying, just give me a few minutes? If you have these habits, you need to be conscious of them. Internet addiction is just one of many behavioral addictions. In addition to the internet, exercising, gambling, shopping, sex, and even work can all be addictive. This kind of addiction related to certain activities is called behavioral addiction. So what's the difference between addiction and non-addiction? A behavior is addictive only if the immediate rewards it brings are eventually outweighed by damaging consequences. For example, if you relax by occasionally playing games, it is not an addiction. But if you skip meals, sleep, or work to play games, you are addicted. To thoroughly understand behavioral addiction, let's first look at the history of addiction. Let's first mention the close relative of behavioral addiction, substance addiction. More than 13,000 years ago, on the Southeast Asian island of Timor, someone accidentally discovered and fell in love with chewing beetle nuts. Now we know that betel nut is a close cousin of the modern cigarette. Betel nuts contain an odorless oily liquid known as arecoline, which acts similarly to nicotine. When you chew a betel nut, your blood vessels dilate, you breathe more easily, and your mood lightens. 7,000 years ago, South Americans in the Andes began chewing the leaves of the cocoa plant at large communal gatherings. Such plants contain erythroxelon. Perhaps you are more familiar with its other name cocaine. In the last one or two hundred years, some doctors and chemists accidentally discovered the effects of addictive drugs such as arsenic, strychnine, and cyanide. But at that time, they were not aware of their danger. Some of them even took these drugs and eventually became addicted, such as Sir Robert Christison, the 44th president of the British Medical Association. In the beginning, Christensen wondered how these drugs affected the human body. Volunteers were hard to come by, so he spent decades testing them on himself, documenting their effects. Slowly, he became addicted. One day, when he was 80, after chewing some coca leaves, Christensen was so invigorated that he decided to set out for a long walk, which lasted 9 hours and covered 24 kilometers. This story reached Sigmund Freud in Vienna, thousands of miles away. You may have heard of Freud for his theories on human personality, sexuality, and dreaming. But you may not know that he was also famous in his day for promoting cocaine. Freud found that cocaine not only gave him energy, but also calmed his recurring bouts of depression and indigestion. Freud was thrilled, and he talked about writing an article about cocaine in a letter to his fiance. Sure enough, in 1884, Freud published an essay called Uber Coca, which described his experience using cocaine. A few minutes after taking cocaine, one experiences a sudden feeling of exhilaration and lightness. One feels a certain fuzziness on the lips and palate, followed by a feeling of warmth in the same areas. In modern times, although people have become wary of drugs, they could not have foreseen the newest form of addiction, behavioral addiction, which includes habits like playing World of Warcraft, and using Facebook. After the history of substance addiction, let's look at the biology of behavioral addiction. For decades, neuroscientists believed that only drugs and alcohol could stimulate addiction. But recent research has shown that the same brain response is elicited both in a drug addict as he injects heroin, and a gaming addict as he indulges in a game. Addiction is related to a region in our brain called the pleasure center. Since everyone has a pleasure center in their brain, we can say that everyone has the potential to become an addict. When the pleasure center is stimulated, it releases a chemical that makes us happy called dopamine. Normally, the brain only releases a small amount of dopamine, which attaches itself to receptors throughout the brain causing people to feel happy but certain substances and addictive experiences send dopamine production into overdrive, which then produces an intense flush of pleasure. At first, the brain translates this rush of dopamine into pleasure. But soon, the brain interprets this flooding as an error, and the same level of stimulation will produce less and less dopamine. The only way to match the original high is to up the dosage of the drug or the experience. For example, snorting more cocaine or spending more time playing a more intense video game will produce this effect. Now, you may be wondering, not everyone who plays video games will get addicted to them, so why do some people get addicted? Alter tells us that the root of addiction is psychological distress. That is to say, even if you force a person to repeat a specific behavior, it will not make him addicted unless he finds that repetition can relieve his psychological pain and eliminate his mental stress. However, when under the influence of drugs or certain other behaviors, the person does not experience the feeling of liking these drugs or behaviors. Many drug users, for example, are desperate for drugs even though they know drugs have ruined their lives. Can we say that they actually like drugs? In fact, addiction is not liking but wanting. Adam Alter wrote, liking and wanting overlap most of the time, which clouds their differences. An addict craves a certain drug or exhibits a certain behavior, because he has learned to associate the drug or behavior with the relief of psychological pain. The desire to relieve mental pain is so strong that he has to sacrifice his long-term well-being. Over time, his desire to engage in this behavior will be engraved into his brain. At this time, even if he can no longer get pleasure from it, he will still be compelled to do it. We often see the following phenomenon, even as you come to hate Facebook or Instagram for consuming too much of your time, you continue to want updates as much as you did when they still made you happy. In this regard, the psychologist Stanton Peel has a very appropriate analogy. He said addiction is misguided love. Some people fall in love with the wrong person, only to find themselves unable to get out of it, even while complaining about the guy who's no good or the fam famfadala. That concludes the first part of this bookie. We learned that activities like surfing the internet, exercise, gambling, shopping, and sex, can all be addictive. A behavior is addictive only if the immediate rewards are eventually outweighed by damaging consequences. We also learned about the history of addiction. More than 13,000 years ago, humans found that chewing betel nut was addictive. 7,000 years ago, South Americans in the Andes began chewing the leaves of the coca plant. In the last one or two centuries, some doctors and chemists even accidentally became addicted while studying drugs. In modern times, many people suffer from behavioral addiction. Finally, we learned about the biology of addiction, and that the root of addiction is psychological distress. Addiction is not liking but wanting. Today we are just sharing Limited Bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.